As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect, brother, with many teams strutting their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. You may not be at the game, but you can get on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going extra to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season. Game spreads, totals, team, player, coaching props. BetOnline is going to give you more options to, to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. All right, guys, welcome to Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Watt Harris, your host. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. Now, I've been trying like, like to damn this all week to record this, and it hasn't quite worked out for me because, well, just a lot of reasons. I, I guess when you go from podcasting in a car last several years now to being at home, you had to deal with a lot of things, and so I've been, as you guys know, I've been recording, you know, late at night. I haven't been able to do that because... I've been falling asleep. Tried to earlier this morning, but my youngest child woke up, and now I'm doing it as my um, my daughter does virtual school. So she's in the other. She's in the room. It's a big open living room, and she's at the other table doing her schoolwork. And I figure I can do this while my oldest child doesn't have to school for another 30, 40 minutes. Now, as far as um, Saturday's concerned, Pitt took out Louisville. They fried the Cardinals 23-20. to And I think, I, I, think I, missed, I missed part of the first half because I was out, but I caught it later that week. You know, I just caught the game itself and watched it. Pitt's obviously... The great news, Pitt's obviously 3-0. Strong eye by their defense again as they pretty much harassed Malik Cunningham. They forced him into three picks, and they sacked him seven times. I mean, that's pretty big. I mean, they had another game where they had seven, you know, seven sacks, three picks. When you're doing that, you should be able to win a football game. And... Pitt loves to um, sell out the pass for their pass rush. And, you know, Cunningham, Cunningham tried to hook up with 2-2 Atwell a few times, and his throws were either overthrown or underthrown. It's because the Pitt's, Pitt's pass rush was basically forcing him to his decisions before he wanted to make them. And that's good. I mean, that's... That's you know that's the thing about if you have a you know if your if your secondary is mediocre, which Pitts isn't, 
if you have a really good front seven with a good pass rush, it minimizes that. I mean, I saw that a lot with the Steelers over the years when they if they just weren't great in great in coverage. I mean, their their pass rush was always gonna make things happen. Now, as far as the offense goes, it's still hasn't really picked up like we like we thought it would. Pitch should have won this game by more than three points. Um, they settled for field goals early. And you're selling for field goals too many times. Eventually, it's going to come to bite you in the ass. And just like, you know, with, um, with Pitt's defense, eventually they're going to run into a, you know, they're, they're going to run into a, a team where, um, where the deep ball is going to, going to come back and bite them. But uh, Kenny Pickett was 23 38, 220, 220 yards. He averaged five, six, 5.8 yards of completion. Two TDs, one pick. So Jim Hammond mentioned that uh, Jordan Anderson leads the team in uh, receptions. And then he hit some catches for 77 yards this past week. And I looked at his numbers, and he's on pace for, to catch 77 balls. For 450 yards. Oh well. Takes her Mac three catches, 62 yards. And that's pretty much. Daniel Moraga, one catch, 13 yards. You know, we nailed the tight end. Um, running game. Pick, you know, rushed it 40 times for 156 yards. Uh, Vincent Davis, 14 carries, 47 yards, 3.4. Yards of carry. Izzy, he had nine carries, 41 yards, 4.6 a carry. A.J. Davis, four carries, 5.23 yards, 4.8 a carry. So it's really not too bad. But again, Pitt wasn't going to beat this team in a shootout, and that's what's really good about this Pitt defense is they can control the tempo. And if this game was going to be an offensive type of type of thing, Pitt's offense, you know, Pitt wasn't going to win this. Uh, Pitt's offense just isn't built for shootouts. You know, from what we've seen so far, they're they're not. I mean, second game in a row, they're, 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 the offense just can't get speed off the ground. And the put, and especially to put this put these teams away too. I mean, eventually we're going to need our offense, to, you know, to do some things. But it just doesn't look like it right now. But eventually, it's gonna you know they're gonna face a team where it's gonna bite them in the ass. And my hope is it's not anytime soon. Now they got NC State, which they you know NC State isn't all that great this year. But they got Phil Jerkovic in Boston College, and he's been playing pretty well for them. And he's gonna be a big challenge for them. And on, on October 10th. And on top of that, they get Miami and Notre Dame. So, Boston College is looking a little bit better than the record. I mean, Yarkovic is, uh, right now, he's 43-61, 5 or 10 yards, 3 TDs. And they got North Carolina this week. But yeah, Pitt's got this stretch here is going to be a big test. I mean, the, 
Notre Dame's going you know, obviously Boston College will be a big test because they lost him last uh, year. Miami's going to be a huge test because of De'Aaron King. He's really picked up, it looks like. And Notre Dame is, you know, they're fifth ranked and they're not going anywhere. Picture off three spots in the pool is the 24. And I think the 24, 25 ranking is really where you're going to see Pitt for right now because defensively they're really good, but offensively they're, they're mediocre. And there's just not enough there to rank, to rank them high. I mean, I mean, they just defensively they're great, but on offense there's nothing that catches the eye, and that's what pollsters love. They love offense, so there's got to be something there, and there there isn't. I mean, there isn't. I mean, we prefer, we're very talented at wide receiver, but other than that, we ain't got dick. No NC State for this matter. I mean, they. They're one and one. They beat Wake Forest forty five forty two in their opener, and they played Virginia Tech this past week, and they lost forty five twenty four. And Jesus, I'm reading this uh, article from uh, Anson Whaley at Cardiac uh, Hill. Virginia Tech was missing twenty three players and coaches due to COVID, and they still got their asses kicked. So defensively, NC State's got issues, it looks like, because they're giving up a lot of points. But I think Pitts should be able to win this one with no problem. I mean, NC State's allowing 440 yards a game. They're allowing 280 yards in the air, 230 yards on the ground. So Pitts should be able to run the ball, hopefully, and pass it. Offensively, though, they're they're averaging more than Pitt. They're averaging forty two point five or four four and twenty four point five points a game. But they're um they're averaging thirty five thirty four point five points a game, but they're getting outscored forty by four, you know forty three point five. So they NC State State can can move the ball on offense. It's their defense. It's a big Achilles heel right now. Now, NC State has two backs right now. Zonovan Knight and Ricky Pearson. They're, you know, Knight's averaging 7.6 yards a carry. Pearson's averaging 6.0, so they got two really good backs. Um, Devin Carter's our top receiver. Seven catches, 109 yards, a touchdown. And, you know, much like Pitt, they can spread the ball out to different receivers. They have different guys to throw it to. It's just their issue is right now is their... Um, as their defense, their defense just isn't good. Now, as far as this, the line goes, the over/under is forty-six point five, and Pitt's a fourteen-point favorite. I think Pitt should be able to win this one, but I don't think they'll cover. If you looked at the last two games, Pitt really—I don't think Pitt's really covered. I mean, they—they they haven't. Um, they scored the total was forty-three points. And I think the over was. I think that the, I think that was fifty six. I think fifty two. It was. I have to check, but I know the score definitely did go under. So I think if you're betting Pitt, um, the over under right now is forty six and a half, and it's a tough one. I think it goes. I think it may. I think it's a possibility this one is going to go over. 
I could be wrong. But I think maybe Pitt's offense gets a little bit more going this week. Well, they're going to have to eventually. And maybe a late cover, probably, is what's going to happen here for the over and under. As far as the line goes, it's 14. Pitt can cover it, but the thing is, can they cover it? I don't know. It's hard to say. I think if you can buy points on this one, I would try to do that. But as far as the rest of the ACC goes for this weekend, Friday, Wake Forest got Campbell. Uh, there's no line on this one. I'm sure Wake probably wins this one with no problem. North Carolina's got Boston College. Pretty big game here. North Carolina's ranked 12th. Boston College is unranked. BC's going to probably want to come out and pull off an upset. Um, give me the Eagles at home. I like the Eagles at home on this one. The overrunner's 55. I think it goes over. Jacksonville State and Florida State. Florida State should probably win this one with no, with no problem. If they don't, then they got bigger issues. Virginia Tech and Duke. Hokies are 10.5 point favorites. Duke isn't good. I thought they would be a lot better, but if, if Tech uh, can dismantle NC State by, 20, by three touchdowns with 23 players in quarantine, they should be able to handle Duke. And the line's 10.5. I think they cover that. Virginia and Clemson, the rematch of the ACC uh, conference title game. Clemson's a 20-point favorite, point favorite. Let's look at Virginia real quick. They beat Duke 30 to 20. Um, I think Clemson's going to dismantle them. So, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely going to get dismantled. This is not even close. If this was early in the year, I would say, you know what? But yeah, it's, yeah they're definitely not going to win this one. And of course, the rest of the top 25, we got Florida being, you know, Florida and South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina just isn't great right now. Take Florida in this one. TCU and Texas. Texas should dismantle TCU pretty easily. Let's see. Texas A&M, Alabama. This should be an interesting one. Um, Alabama's a 17-point favorite. A&M struggling their opener against Vanderbilt. Um, I'm probably with Alabama in this one. I think if this was later in the year, I would go with, you know, a&M, but I go with Alabama in this one. South Florida, Cincinnati, that's a Cincinnati's 15th ranked, so Cincinnati should have no problem with that one. We have a top 10 matchup between Auburn and Georgia. And as far as these two teams go, Georgia destroyed Arkansas 37 to 10, their opener. And Auburn and um, Auburn went to the wire with Kentucky, kind of. Kentucky's a little better team. It's, a, it's against Georgia, but the thing is, the home field doesn't matter much. So, you know what? I'm going to go a little different here. I'm taking, I'm taking the Auburn in an upset. Because they're not playing from a, a packed stadium, and you know you gotta factor that in. That, although it's on the road, 
There's no fans. But uh, LSU's got Vanderbilt, and LSU got hammered this past week by uh, Mississippi State. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, KJ Costello passed for 623 yards and five touchdowns against LSU last week. And here's the thing before last season began, LSU fans, especially there's some LSU people you know, in Houston that were like on our sports talk radio, they were itching to see when they can fire Ed Orgeron. But then Joe Burrow happened, and of course they loved Ed, Ed Orgeron after that. You know, he can't do no wrong after that. So Ed Orgeron's probably bought himself at least two more years of um, job security if, you know, if he really tanks. But um, obviously there's going to be a huge drop-off for the LSU this year. But um, Mike Leach came with a hell of a, hell of a debut, I mean... The drop 44 in Baton Rouge. Over 600 yards passing is big. But as I look at the, you know, as I look at the rest of the top 25 from last week, some notables here. There were some good games. Um, Oklahoma was destroying Kansas State. They lost 38 to 35, and Kansas State came back. So Oklahoma may be dethroned this year. But uh, Texas played Texas Tech, and Texas almost lost this game. And I don't know. I mean, it could still be wide open. If, you know, if Texas can get their defense short up, we'll see. But as far as West Top 20 podcast is concerned, some notables, Oklahoma State beat West Virginia. Eh, whatever. Tennessee skirted by North Carolina, 31-27. And there's really not much else that really happened. I mean, Wake Forest and Notre Dame was postponed. Now, as far as around the, you know, around the pit is concerned, Heather Lake is trying to get at least 20000 for Pitt's football game. And I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I just don't see it. I mean, it would be, um, it'd be nice, but... Can it happen? I don't know. I think if you can get at least the parents into the stands and the pit band, that'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be an awesome feeling. And it would be also an awesome feeling. That's why we got Manscaped. It's got the lawnmower 3.0 with its electric trimmer. It's designed to give you the confidence boost for body image. It's also waterproof with the LED lights, so you can get yourself uh, nice and uh, nice and bald in the shower, in the dark, whatever float you in know, a light, whatever floats your boat. And the ceramic blade is skin-safe technology. It's not gonna. It's gonna keep your. Bless you, my daughter just sneezed. Bless you again, my daughter just sneezed again. I'm open ad read. <laughs> the ceramic blade is skin-safe technology. It's, you know, it's gonna protect your balls. You know, and it's not gonna. You know. It's not going to ruin your weekend. And, of course, you know, we've got the Nails Kit, the Shears 2.0. It's going to get your nails nice and, you know, for whatever. I bite mine. And plus, know that, they got the Crop Preserver. You know, after you, after you do the shaving and stuff, get your stuff nice and smelling good down there. 
Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. You get 20% off with free shipping. And when I'm talking about these games, you got to go to BetOnline. Everything's in full effect, brother. And you may not be at the game, but you know what? Go, go make some money. Go to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. And also one more thing to be added for in terms of pit. Pit did that a, a, a commitment for their 2022 class. Not 2021, 2022. And it's, they, they landed Avion Gross. A three-star back from Mansfield, Ohio. He committed the pit over the, you know last week, actually on Sunday. And I know Pat Narduzzi drives us nuts. Pit staff drives us nuts at times, but I want Pitt, I want Pat Narduzzi to stay here. I know you guys do too. I mean, the guy's been here five years now, and he's obviously the culture's taking effect because. These guys are getting on the same page. I mean, at least offensively they are. Offense, it's you know, been a clusterfuck. But they're getting there. So I really don't want to see Penderduzzi go anywhere. You know. But as far as the, um, you know, the rest of the sports board goes, Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. You know, Hockey was fun. I mean, it was fun watching these guys play. And I was hoping that Dallas Stars could extend into seven games, but I don't think they had another overtime game left in them. NBA playoffs are set. I mean, the, the finals are Lakers and Heat. I thought Denver gave the Lakers a, a good fight. It's just they don't have enough to beat them. And, you know, I thought they were wearing down, they were wearing down the Lakers, but... LeBron and I'm just kicked in our, another, into another cylinder. Boston came up short again, and they just ran to a really hot Heat team. I mean, Heat's just been playing really good. I mean, you saw it earlier when they swept the, the Pacers, and, you know, they went through, they, they wiped out Milwaukee. I mean, this team's really good. And so it's going to be a pretty interesting series. Now, as I close out here, I'm, yeah, my daughter's t- tired. You can hear her in the background. Uh, Dave Portnock came to Pittsburgh the other week to do, I guess, pizza reviews. And obviously, it's ruffled some feathers. Um, if I mean, it was pretty obvious why he was in Pittsburgh. I mean, he pretty much made it known that he added Pennsylvania as, for, their, for, for his sports book. So he was going in doing his little goodwill thing, and that's pretty much, you know, if you're a businessman, that's what you do. You, you know, you go and you mingle with the customers, and that's what he was doing. He uh, ate pizza, talked to the people, even gave even gave him slices. He shared his permani sandwich. He reviewed it on the Turner's tea and t- said it was really good. Talked about how blue collar the city is and how high school football, and you know, he gave that whole passionate speech. And, you know, some people, I guess, some people he upset over this. And, you know, one person in particular writes for the city paper. And, you know, I guess from his perspective of being a, a writer, I can understand that. Because he said, you know, they tried to fire his workers over um, creating a union. So I can see why, from his perspective, why he doesn't like Dave Portnoy, and I get it. I mean, I'm not crazy about Portnoy or, or Barstool. I don't really follow them follow at all, let alone listen to them. 
but they've been in business for a good while. I mean, I do watch Dave's pizza reviews because they're fun to watch. I mean, during COVID, it was fun because he was reviewing frozen pizza. But other than that, it was, you know, I don't know. You know, his scores were his scores. I mean, I thought he rated, he rated fewer as a 7-8, and I thought he'd at least give Minios and Alios higher scores. But Alios, he gave a 6-1, which is the same score he gave Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, which is kind of insulting. But, yeah, it was a shame. But I still like Alios, and I'm still going to eat it. Minios, he gave a 7-1. And it was hilarious because he was trying to eat the pizza and it was falling off. I mean, because mainly because you know, Minios puts a big glob of cheese on their uh, pizza, and you have, the thing about Minios is you have to let it sit for a long while before you can eat it. And there's like a little window before you the fresh and for when it sits because if you let it sit too long, the pizza the cheese gets a little hard. And it can be unbearable to eat. You, you have to like heat it up to melt the cheese a little bit because a lot, a lot of times, a lot of times it feels like you're eating, you know, blocks of cheese. I mean, last time my parents got minios, my sister suggested she wanted extra cheese, and extra cheese is kind of useless on a minios pizza because it's like you're basically taking a big wheel of cheese and just dumping it on there. But they got a seven one, which was kind of hilarious, but. I don't know that they were, you know, they were pretty enjoyable. It was pretty obvious why he was there, and I mean, he pretty much announced why he was there. So, I mean, if anything, it's publicity for the city. I don't think he's really been to Pittsburgh, so. And I know he's got a lot of listeners, and hey, it's a goodwill mission for him. He's giving people props and whatever. But oh well, guys, I'm ended here. I'll let you guys have the rest of your. Um, Weekend or week? How to pit? Bye. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.